0: Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Grow As You Go podcast. This is your host, McKayla Deal. And we are going to try to keep this episode a little bit shorter today. And the reason for that, honestly, I feel like I always do longer episodes. And I love doing those. But I feel like maybe you guys might like shorter ones. So who knows? I don't know how long this is actually going to go to. But I'm going to try to make this around like, I don't know, 35, 40 minutes max, maybe like 30 minutes if it gets there. And we're gonna try it out, a shorter one, and see what you guys think of it. Because if that's the case, then I'll probably try to keep it around the same time. Just whatever you guys want, basically. But I hope you guys are having a great start to your week. I hope that last week was a good week for you. I know that last week was... Supposed to be the week that I kind of got my shit together because I told you guys the week before it was just kind of me falling off things that I've been trying to do. And it was very busy. Uh, my best friend was in town visiting like last minute because she got promoted. So that was super exciting for her and exciting to see her. Um, But it was quite a lot going on. So I'm kind of and I still was sticking with my habits and stuff. But this is like now the time that I'm kind of diving back into my habits a little bit more and but last week was definitely way better than the week before so i hope that you can relate i will tell you though i'm not sure what's been in the air but i feel like there's just been so much anxiety that i've been feeling and i do have anxiety from time to time but like last week in particular i was like what is going on like i have not been feeling like this in quite some time and it was almost for like no reason i was like what is happening here you just i was just kind of off um slightly here and there so you know, who knows? My friend Shelby would tell me that Mercury is in retrograde now. So, um, <laughs> but there's always something going on. I always like to try to base the episodes off of what I notice myself needing to hear or personal things that I'm struggling with in my life. And this particular episode kind of came to me last night because I've been feeling like there's been things that I've noticed myself outgrowing recently. And so this episode is basically going to be how to know something is getting in the way of your growth. And that can be a relationship, it can be a job, it could be a friendship. It could be a number of things. It could be a habit, something that you used to do so much that you notice is not serving you. So with each of these points, these are just the first things that came to my mind whenever I was kind of brainstorming this last night. And I'm going to give particular examples to each that I have noticed in my life that I've kind of felt or things that I feel like maybe would be normal or more of a generalized thing that people can relate to. So, But just keep in mind throughout this, whatever comes to mind for you, however this resonates for you, that is all I want. Just kind of apply it to your life in whichever way that you can. But I will be giving you examples to maybe help um, you like broaden your perspective on this a little bit, just in case there's some things that you aren't even noticing that might Resonate with you even more, and you might be like, Oh my gosh, yeah, that does happen to me, and that really isn't serving my growth. So, anything in general that might be holding you back from becoming the person or being the best version of yourself, you know, I personally can tell you there's been so many things that I've learned in the past couple years. So, let's get into it. So, number one being, it makes you feel bad after you take part in it, whether this is physically or mentally or both. So, A couple examples of this for me that I wrote down just for you to apply to yourself would be drinking maybe, or dating, overextending yourself, not taking breaks when you need it, spending time with the wrong people. If something leaves you feeling bad about yourself after you're done doing it, whether you physically feel like crap, okay? And for that, I talk about drinking because like when you're hungover, you don't wanna do anything, okay? And so that's one way that I'm kind of applying this to myself. Every single time that I drink, I get the worst, the absolute worst hangovers in the entire world. So that is one thing that I'm like if, it's just more so getting in the way of my growth at this point. I genuinely will get the most violent hangovers. So let's say I go out and I drink. I have nothing against drinking at all. I love it, honestly, to a a point. I love having a good drink. I love tequila. I love Mezcal. Like, honestly, like, there's nothing like a Mezcal drink. I had so many good Mezcal drinks, like, over the past week, to be honest, um, because my friend was in town, and so we were kind of out doing more. But basically, going out and drinking and all of that, there's so many pros that can come from it, and it can be a social thing for sure, but it doesn't help your growth in terms of maybe your fitness goals or just overall how your stomach feels? Do you feel nauseous the next day? Are you able to get up and do the things that you want to do? Or are you bedridden? Because unfortunately for me, if I go out, like I get hungover so quickly, honestly, it can even be after a couple of drinks. But if I'm having a night, which I don't really have nights like this anymore. But I did kind of have a night like this the other night, where you're drinking, just kind of over hours, like hours, hours, hours. And whether it be that you're having dinner and then before that you're at happy hours and then you know what I mean, then you decide to go out. And so that's kind of what happened in my case. But whenever I probably, I would say have more than like five or six drinks, which is not really something that I enjoy doing anymore, unless it's a occasion or we're doing it just to like have fun or whatever. I definitely can do it, but I hate the aftermath. I absolutely hate the aftermath because I cannot get out of my bed. I do not want to do anything the next day. It's pretty much completely canceled. So that's one way that I'm applying this to myself because drinking in general, although I do like it, I do enjoy it. And I definitely will have a drink, you know what I mean, here and there, always with dinners. Like if I go out to have like a dinner or something, I'll get a drink. But there's a difference between drinking casually and there's a difference between drinking heavily. And I would say drinking heavily in general for me is just not really something that serves me anymore. And it's something that I definitely limit. So I used to do it in high school. I know it's, it's going to sound bad to some people, but like, yeah, for sure. I definitely used to do this in high school, like every single weekend, drinking heavily. Um, and then once I was in college, drinking a little bit less, to be honest. Um, but now that I am like in my 20s, I would say I used to even like a year or so ago, I would drink at least like way more than I do now. Like I would say probably a couple times A week, just like in social settings or like on the weekends with my friends, I would drink, you know what I mean, or whatever. Um, I definitely never had a drinking problem. I was never someone who drank alone, but I'm just trying to give you guys to the extent how you can grow even over the like a couple years. If something really was like your thing back then, it might not be your thing now, and that's okay. Just because you don't enjoy doing it anymore, it doesn't mean that you don't ever have to do it, but it probably means that it's not really coming into this next chapter of your life with you the way that it did before but I definitely had more of an unhealthy relationship with alcohol back in the day where I would be drinking more so in anxious situations. Like, and I didn't even realize it until I was older, but I got to understand that about myself over the past couple years. And I can do a whole episode, honestly, if, if you want to talk about drinking and that kind of thing or whatever. But basically over the past couple years, I stopped drinking as much. So even from drinking, I would say like maybe two times a week socially, I'm now drinking like maybe once a month, maybe twice a month. You know what I mean? And it's just like a weekend or a night or something. And that is honestly just because I am really trying to work right now and like use my productivity to the fullest. And I don't like feeling like crap at all, like at all. So I really enjoy, this sounds so ridiculous. And my younger self would be literally like, what? I love being sober (laughs) and I think that's a very healthy thing to say, but being sober in general helps you make the best decisions. It actually helps you get to know yourself a little bit more. You get comfortable in your own skin fully and you're able to not have to like figure out how to compensate for moments when you're uncomfortable or, or whatever, because you know how to handle those moments now because you're not relying on alcohol anymore. Anyways, you get the point. Drinking in moderation is kind of my vibe at the moment and drinking I still will drink, so I'm not trying to act like I don't drink at all, but it doesn't make me feel good, bottom line. So if something doesn't make you feel good or it makes you feel bad or it's getting you off your goals, for instance, that's exactly what it's been doing for me, even when I drink once or twice a month, I get so freaking hungover, even drinking like Hangover Recovery, even um, drinking waters in between my drinks, even eating. So I think that I'm just learning my limits in terms of how I wanna drink at this point because I'm still very much so down to go out, but just actually being conscious of like how many drinks I'm having because once I go over a certain amount, um, I will be debilitated the next day. In terms of dating even, if you're going on dates or you're dating someone in general and you don't feel good after you get done hanging out with either those people or you're going on first dates and you're just kind of like, this isn't filling up my cup right now, like this doesn't feel like something that I should be. Doing probably a sign, maybe take a break or don't do it, distance yourself from that person. Could also be a friendship. So, if you're hanging around people that maybe aren't the people that you want to be spending your time with, you probably won't feel good after you know what I mean. You'll be feeling like something won't be clicking. So, just little things like that. And if you're not taking breaks whenever you feel like you need one, if you're constantly saying yes to everybody and you're being social and you're kind of running yourself thin in terms of like everything that you can do you're not really leaving any room for yourself at the end of the day so if you feel like by spending time constantly with people and never letting yourself take a break and rest if you notice that you're feeling bad mentally you're feeling overwhelmed you're feeling stressed physically you're feeling exhausted you're not getting enough sleep take a break your body is telling you exactly what you need to know in every single moment, whether it's whenever you're around certain people, you won't feel good, you won't feel comfortable, you won't feel like you want to be there. You know what I mean? You'll feel fully comfortable and fully able to be yourself in situations that you're meant to be in. And if it's something, let's say even a habit or something too, like you could even use this, I've never smoked or anything like that, but if you are vaping or smoking cigarettes or something and you're not really liking that anymore, it's making you feel really bad, then again, just another way to apply this. It might not be something that is really serving your growth at this point. And it might just be your sign to maybe take a step back from that thing. Number two would be if it leaves you feeling confused. So this could be an example as a career, a person, dating, a friendship. In general, if you're not feeling like there's a mutual back and forth both ways, whether it's respect from your boss, coworkers, just in general, if you are constantly going to a job every single day and it's leaving you confused or it's making you feel bad about yourself again or making you feel like it just doesn't resonate with you, like it you just can't even understand kind of how you're in that position because I can relate to that now in my current day to day when I go to my job. Um, I'm good at it and I can I can do it and I do enjoy it to a degree, but it does leave me feeling very confused with where I want to go with the rest of my life. And I don't really feel like I am my best when I'm there. I feel like it kind of drains my personality out of me. If Not to be like overly dramatic, but that's honestly how I feel. So if something makes you feel that way where you feel bad again, kind of going back to number one, or if it just leaves you confused about your wants, your needs, and you just don't really feel like you're resonating with that current job anymore, it just simply might not be for you. And that's okay. Like, I want you to understand that it is okay. It is normal to have these realizations just be, and it, and it might not be that deep for you. Maybe you just need a break or whatever. Maybe you need to kind of branch out in your career in a different way. But either way, sometimes you might just need a complete fresh start doing something that fuels your soul. Okay, I stand by that. Or if it's dating, again, a lot of these go back to the same couple things just because I feel like they're really... Really easy ways to apply them to everyday life in, in one of these categories. But so whenever you're dating someone, if you were constantly confused, you don't know how they feel about you, you feel like the energy is not being matched, you're anxious about it, you don't know how to feel, probably not a good sign. Same with a friendship. If it's leaving you confused or you feel like the, it isn't a mutual back and forth, you feel like you're not really sure if it's a friendship that aligns with you anymore or it just makes you kind of feel bad again, it might not be for you. If it's not feeling mutual both ways or you're unsure if someone actually likes you, whether it's romantic or friendship or the energy just doesn't feel matched at all, it just is not good signs ever. If it's not a hell yes, it's probably a hell no. And I know that that can be a little bit dramatic. And I know sometimes with people, you might not know right away if it's a good match or whatever, but if you're constantly trying to make something work, a job, a friendship, a relationship, anything and it's just not meshing and it's not working out anymore it's probably God the universe's way of saying this just ain't it for you anymore because if it is I feel like it will flow and it will just kind of work out things will kind of seem easy normally when it's good for you I feel like it does flow easily and it brings out the best parts of you as opposed to the confusion anxiety stress normally if it's leaving you feeling that way it's just not a good fit for you more than likely I would assume So basically anything in general, if you feel like something comes to mind that has been making you feel that way, even if it isn't something that I just listed, there's a pretty good sign that it might be getting in the way of you and where your life is currently going and the person you're trying to grow into. And it might be holding you back from finding the right things, the right relationships, the right friendships, the people who are going to come into your life and make everything make sense. There is a certain monologue at the end of a rap song, okay, that I really like. I think it's Oh Mind of Hobson 8, I believe. And at the end of that, there's a monologue, and I believe it's from like a church service or something, but it's like a certain voice effect so you wouldn't be able to tell, but the part that really resonates with me and I always will go back and listen to this at the end of each ep- or at the end of each episode at the end of like random times in my life when I remember I'll go back and listen to it and it always resonates and it says if you don't get rid of the wrong friends you will never meet the right friends and same thing goes for romantic and all of that so by letting people hang around for a little bit too long, even though that we know that they're not making us feel good, they're not really bringing us up, they're not really bringing value into our lives in the way that we might be trying to bring value into theirs or whatever, maybe it's just not working you got to just allow yourself to maybe move on from that if you already know that it isn't good for you. Because by sticking in the wrong toxic relationships where you feel like your love is not being reciprocated, you are more so holding yourself back and you cannot really grow because you are continuing to be stuck in those old negative repetitive patterns. You know, if it's a, it's, it's a friend that you've had for a long time, I love that, but normally it'll work out and it'll it'll feel like a good relationship if it's a friendship that makes you confused or maybe they talk badly about you or they gossip a lot or whatever. If there's certain things that you notice in certain situations that you do not resonate with, it's valid and more than okay to allow yourself to take space or remove yourself from those situations. I just had to take a brief intermission because my early birthday gift from Abby arrived and I've been so excited about this. So I literally just stopped and I just broke a sweat opening it and looking at everything but it my birthday's not till May 13th but it got here early because she knows I'm traveling and it is luggage okay so I'm so excited that I just got some luggage so that was literally what I just did so a little side note there but Abby literally got me the best freaking gift ever so I'll fill you guys in at the end if you care if you want to know exactly what she got me but so diving right back into where we left off so number three if it gets you off track of your goals so examples, again, could be a bad habit, maybe if there's too much time on your phone, or if you're oversleeping constantly, or if you're staying up all the time and you're not getting enough sleep, that kind of thing. Oversleeping kind of goes hand in hand with the staying up late, I'm sure. And drinking, again, is another example. If it's causing you to not get things done, that's important for your growth or your goals. If you're like hungover or whatever, like I explained earlier in the episode, procrastinating. All these things are things that I can relate to personally. So if you notice that like you're procrastinating more or you're having bad time management in general, these are all things that just don't have space in your life. And we need to work on those. We need to try to figure out how we can kind of get a hold of these habits so they don't continue to rule our lives and control them in ways that we're not really trying to move forward, if that makes sense. So... Anything that distracts you basically from your goals and not having boundaries could be one. If you constantly are trying to get things done but you don't have good boundaries in terms of knowing when to say no to people, knowing when to not people please, those are two huge things that I've worked on for sure. And it's very important for anybody to have boundaries because you need to know what your boundaries are in order for you to feel your best. So if you don't have your work done, You need to just kind of, you owe it to yourself because that's a huge thing that's going to make you feel better with self-discipline and everything. If you allow yourself, you're like, yeah, actually, I can't do this. Or if you allow yourself to go and do something, but just having boundaries with yourself, like, okay, I'm going to go out, but I'm not going to have more than this many drinks or whatever, because I know that that'll affect me negatively the next day. If I'm hungover, I won't get anything done. For me personally, that can be a huge setback if I don't have things done and I'm not getting things taken care of. And then I allow myself to go out and end up going over, you know what I mean? If I don't have a limit, which I, I will admit, I'll go out and just have fun sometimes. And if I'm not conscious and really actively thinking about the like decisions I'm making, I'll just do whatever I want. So just little things and little ways that you can be more conscious of your decisions for the better. Maybe if you just notice yourself putting your energy into the wrong things. So maybe if you need a minute, or like I said, you're not quite in a place where you would have gotten all the stuff done that you need to get done for the week that you need to do in order to just enjoy and do whatever you want on the weekends, maybe not allowing things to distract you like dating, like maybe don't go on a date if you know that you need to do other things. If the decision that you're making is going to possibly bring you anxiety or stress later due to you not having stuff done, obviously there's a time and a place to be flexible with yourself and allow yourself to just go and have fun. But it's important to know when things are continuously getting us off track with our goals. So for instance, if you need a minute, you're stressed out, Knowing when to take it and not allowing yourself to say yes to plans. You know what I mean? You don't have to go to everything. People are going to understand if you need a minute, you can just be like, hey, I'm sorry, I actually can't tonight. I'll see you next time or whatever. It's not a big deal. You owe it to yourself at the end of the day to make sure that your cup is full and to make sure that you are happy and content in your life and the choices that you're making because at the end of the day, you are the only person that can make those decisions for you. So if you're continuously unhappy, you don't have anybody to blame but yourself for not prioritizing your goals, your wants, your needs needs. So if something's constantly getting you off track and making you just not feel your best, it's probably time to reevaluate. Bottom line, you got to make sure that your cup is full before you try to fill others. So there's nothing wrong with going out and doing things and having fun on the weekend, doing whatever it is that you want to do, but just making sure you're doing the things that you need in order to make yourself feel best mentally, physically. So making sure that if it is a huge priority for you to be hitting the gym every day or however many times a week, you're doing that. You're not allowing yourself to slip up and slack on those goals for the happiness of other people. It's all about how happy you are at the end of the day. And if it's making you unhappy, but it's making someone else happy, that's a big no. Okay. That's a big no. It's okay to do that stuff from time to time. But at the end of the day, again, nobody that really really cares about you would want you to be making those choices anyways because they would want you to honor and respect your own wants and needs there's a time and a place to obviously put other people's before yours but if you know something's coming up for for instance you can make sure that you are going to the gym in the morning so that your nights are free so that you're able to still hit your goals make yourself happy mentally be your best so that you can do stuff after you know what i mean And if you know that you need to journal and do all these things to make your mind just in a good place, right? Making sure that you're just having that time set aside to do so. I mentioned that my friend Abby came last minute to visit. And I loved that, I was very excited about it, but I knew that there were certain things that I needed to keep getting done in order for me to just have a good week and everything, which is my routines that I do whenever I don't have company, which is most of the time. So that's me getting up journaling, doing all the stuff that I wanna do, making sure that I have things planned out. So even though my days were really busy, I was making sure before Abby got here that I took the time to write out the next couple of days things that I wanted to have done so I could just resort back to my planner, make sure I'm getting that stuff done still so it kept me on track. Because sometimes whenever you have company or you have stuff going on, it's easy to just neglect the things that you're used to doing, which can, at the end of the kind of, as the trip goes on, make you like, wait, I haven't done this at all. You know what I mean? So just making sure you're doing the little things to show up for yourself, even when life gets crazy. And whenever you have opportunities to get off track, just making sure that you're kind of tweaking things to try to hit your goals as much as you can. There were nights, like most of the nights, I planned like two days this week to get up and go to the gym before um work but me and Abby stayed up until like one o'clock two nights you know what I mean so I was like oh, I'm not going to the gym in the morning so I didn't care I didn't let myself like it, it's not a big deal um but things like that happen so just knowing when to allow yourself to rest because that rest is so much more important anyways than you getting up and going to the gym you're not going to have a good workout if you're not getting good sleep you get the point I'm kind of rambling on this but by me sleeping in It got me off track for my workouts and stuff because I wasn't able to fully get up or whatever. So, and I had plans with her after work to go and do things. So today, this is just my point on how you can make your goals still be reached. I went to the gym and I hit two workouts Two freaking workouts, which I wouldn't recommend, but at the end of the day, that's what I'm gonna do in order to reach my goals if I have a busier week, and it's not a chore to me. I would rather hit my goals and get that workout in than miss it, you know what I mean? Just because for me personally, I'm just trying to see results currently. Working out is just one of those things that makes me feel my best, and it's something that I choose to do every single day. Not every single day, I take like one day off a week, but my point is to do it to make myself feel good. So if I'm not able to do it, Because of whatever, you have a busy week or whatever, just tweaking things to reach your goals still, however that may be, whatever that may be for you. And it's fully okay if you have weeks where you just get off your goals and you need a break. Take the breaks, always, especially if you just don't feel up to it. But for this point in particular, it's basically anything that you notice is consistently getting you off track with your goals, drinking, bad habits, smoking, vaping, too much time on your phone, phone first thing in the morning, which is causing you to just kind of um get distracted and kind of do a bunch of different things that you shouldn't maybe maybe it's going to make you take like longer in the morning is my point or it's going to get you in a bad mood as opposed to staying off your phone doing things that make you feel good first thing so that you can feel centered and ready for the day little things like that number four if something leaves you questioning your worth or feeding into negative thinking causes you to feel the need to prove yourself or seek validation so there's kind of a lot in this one but Basically, breaking it down a little bit, if something leaves you questioning your worth, not good, because something that's meant to be in your life will constantly be reassuring or be letting you know that you're important to them or it or whatever, a job they shouldn't be making you question your worth. You should feel like they are happy to have you because they are just as lucky to have you as you're lucky to work there. So if you work at a job that's constantly like, oh, well, you should, you're lucky, you you could do better at this, or just constantly like being negative like that. Like I've worked in jobs like that before. If you're in an environment like that, it's not a good one. There's not a growth mindset there. There's just a lot of stuff going on. So if something constantly makes you feel anxious or makes you wondering like why someone isn't ready to commit to you or whatever it may be or if it's just feeding into negative thinking. When you find yourself constantly looped into negative thought patterns and it's because of certain people or certain environments or certain situations, obviously a lot of it comes down to the root of you and if you're working through those things. But if it's constantly just because of certain people Or because of certain experiences or environments. Definitely a huge sign that you probably shouldn't continue to put yourself around those people or those environments. Things that could cause you to question your worth would be like a toxic job maybe like I mentioned, a toxic relationship, a toxic friendship, scrolling through social media endlessly, like constant comparison, that kind of stuff where you're just scrolling and it's just you're just kind of... comparison is a really shitty thing and I will admit it's hard to not fall into that trap sometimes whenever you're doing certain things, um, especially on your phone and you're not taking breaks if you're on your phone with no other plans after. So you're just allowing yourself to scroll and scroll and you don't even realize how much time you're wasting. It's just gonna probably not serve your growth or it's not gonna make you feel your best afterwards. You're gonna be like, oh, what did I just do? I could've been doing this other stuff or watching a movie or a TV show even, you know what I mean? Sometimes when we're scrolling, it is really cool and it is fun at times, But everything is bad in excess. So normally I'll try to not be scrolling for more than like 30 minutes at a time if I can help it. Again, going back to starting the morning on your phone, you wake up and the first thing that you do is look at your phone. That's just going to make you probably not. It's not going to help you in terms of having the best morning that you could have. You know what I mean? You, instead of just getting up and doing something else, it could just cause you to start comparing or to start seeing all the notifications that you have, which can lead to anxiety and stress. By starting your morning off your phone and just vibing by yourself and just allowing yourself to get centered, I swear it makes for a better day. So just a little example there. When it comes to validation, so this can come in so many different ways, but the better that you get to know yourself, the more self-aware you are and you can realize when you are either needing validation or you're looking for a dopamine hit, honestly, is kind of what that comes down to. If you're feeling sad or if you're feeling lonely or whatever it may be, whenever we don't know what to do, a lot of times we will grab for our phone or we will look for certain things that bring us Happiness or dopamine things that we honestly subconsciously kind of get addicted to so that would be needs for validation Sometimes an example of this could be maybe when you got used to talking to someone and you stop talking You can find yourself seeking validation in place of what's missing almost so um, What you're used to receiving because you're not getting that anymore. You might be like, oh, you know what I mean it might make you want to try to talk to other people or whatever it may be, when in reality, what you probably need most is just to take some time to center yourself in, like journal, and just check in with you because nobody else is going to make you feel better in those moments, unfortunately, and it might short term. For me, Chipotle is a huge thing, and I know that it's just, it, I, don't, I don't even know if it's a validation thing, but like in moments of sadness or moments of stress, Chipotle is a thing that like I love so much that like it always brings me happiness, so I think that if you're not conscious of that, sometimes you're just looking for something to fill some type of void. You know what I mean? If that makes sense. And I know sometimes, honestly, I love Chipotle and it's not just that for me, but Chipotle is one of those things where I'm like, oh, what do I do? Well, I want to get Chipotle. I'm obsessed with it. Okay. And it's not just that, but I do notice that like, especially on days where I'm like having a harder day, it is one thing that I always want to resort to just because it makes me feel good. It's my favorite meal. And I think that that's okay. It's kind of like my comfort meal, but you know what I mean? Chipotle is definitely not something that I'm really saying is like something that we would want, like obviously Chipotle doesn't leave me questioning my worth, you know what I mean, or feeds into negative thinking or whatever. But that's just a little example of sometimes, you know what I mean, if you're trying to save money or something like that, for instance. That's something that I do go to sometimes, and that can cause me to kind of get into a negative thought pattern. But only if I were to get hard on myself, like, oh, you said that you were going to stop eating out, and you just got Chipotle. You know what I mean? So it's just having self-discipline in those moments and stuff, too. But moral of the story, if something ever leaves you questioning your worth, or like I said in the beginning, confused, they kind of go hand in hand. Or if you're constantly walking into a job, and it's making you the most miserable person on the planet, these are all very, very big giveaways, that you were being told that that thing is not a good thing to be in your life. And it's probably holding you back. Life is all about growth and life is all about figuring out ways to work through the things that we realize we need to work on. And that's why I think this episode in general is so important because if you're noticing that things are just kind of red flags a little bit, like things are just kind of going off in your life, you have a couple red flags here and there, and we're ignoring them, the more we ignore things that are not making us feel good. And we continue to put ourselves in those situations and environments over time. You're it's honestly a form. It's like against self love. Because when we love ourselves, we want to do things that make us feel good and bring us up. So if we continue to just allow ourselves to just make excuses and keep going back to things that don't make us actually feel good. It's kind of just you not prioritizing yourself enough to do the things that you need you know what I mean so I've just been really reflecting a little bit in a lot of situations and a lot of things in my life and I think that this could resonate with so many people number five putting too much time and energy into something with little to no return rate. so again all these things kind of are one big happy family in terms of things that you don't like a lot of them go together but each individual bullet point that I'm giving you are ways that you can figure out if something's probably not with your growth. So if you're putting all this time and energy into a relationship, a person, a job, and you're just not getting anything back that makes like that is good, it's just, it's not it. It's Relationships are a two-way street. Energy should and will always be valued and reciprocated, I think, when it's something worth holding on to and when it's meant to stick around in your life. Another way, again, kind of going hand in hand with the careers, if you're not being valued or compensated properly by your employer, you're putting all this time and energy into something and you're not getting raises or you're not getting respect or you're just not feeling like it's a good place. Again, all of it kind of does go hand in hand with this episode. It's just not it. Like you should be feeling like you are valued in every relationship, every friendship, every situation. You should feel like they are just as happy to have you in their life as you are to have them in yours. Because at the end of the day, that is so true. You're amazing. You've so much to offer. You only deserve to be in environments and with people that make you feel awesome and fill you up and make you and just let you know how amazing you are. If you're around people who constantly are making you feel insecure, or you're constantly around things that just are not making you feel good. You know what I'm saying? Like, this all goes hand in hand. I hope you guys are catching the point here. I don't want to be too repetitive in this. But I just feel like this all kind of goes together. It's so bad, but I'm currently already thinking about getting Chipotle right now because I just talked about it and I was like, you know what? That sounds really good. I could use some Chipotle. I just really like I'm obsessed with it. I love it so much. But so before we move on, another way that this can be applied is dating. So if you feel like you're dating to fill a void as opposed to actually being emotionally available and you're seeking out good connections, this is like one example. So if you feel like you're putting too much time and energy into something that just isn't serving you, like it's not making you feel like it's something that you should be wasting your time on at the moment. So if that is dating, you know what I mean? Again, if you feel like you're doing it more so just to go on a date or whatever, even if there might not be people that you're interested in right off the bat or whatever, or maybe you know that you're not emotionally available. It's like, what's the point? I mean, obviously anyone can be looking for certain things. And if you're looking for casual or whatever, totally valid, but Just knowing whenever you might need a second or if you're putting too much of your time and your energy into the wrong things. And by wrong things, I mean things that are almost being used as distractions or ways for you to dissociate from the biggest stressors and biggest areas of importance in your life currently. So if you're trying to do certain stuff or like kind of figure out ways to level up your life and you have a lot of hard work to do. Just making sure that you're not running from working on the stuff that you need to work on. You know what I mean? Whenever it is that you might notice that you're doing it just to do it and you realize it may be taking time and energy away from what you could be putting into yourself and your goals just basically when it feels kind of pointless to you, when you're kind of like, okay, what's even going on here? Nothing good's coming from this. Whether it is that job or a friendship or relationship, if you ever find yourself in that position, it's probably a sign that you need to look inward and figure out ways to fix it so that we can move on for the better. Number six, noticing that you're feeling farther and farther away from yourself the more that you do it, that said thing, whatever it may be that you're applying it to. An example could be a job that you know you haven't liked for a long time, or a relationship that feels it's just run its course or it's possibly toxic, an old activity that you used to enjoy, Maybe, or like a sport or something, maybe it just doesn't feel good that you're doing it anymore. Maybe it's just a little sign that you're not meant to do that anymore. Just because it resonated with you once doesn't mean that you still have to be doing that today. You know what I mean? Just because you went to school and you got a degree in one thing doesn't mean that you have to do that for the rest of your life. If it's making you just not feel yourself and it's making you feel like you're going farther and farther away from your purpose and what it is that you're actually meant to do, it probably is a sign that it's not good. If you notice that you're consistently not keeping promises to yourself or you're not prioritizing alone time or you're not respecting your own boundaries. These are just little things like these three things and using as an example that I personally will notice myself feeling farther and farther away from myself if I'm not doing that. So if I'm not keeping promises to myself that I know that I need to get certain things done or if I'm not respecting my own boundaries or things that I know I'm looking for in any aspect of my life, but I'm allowing myself to kind of bend the rules a little bit or allow myself to be more lax about certain things that I know are really important to me. Those are all ways that I'll notice myself feeling farther and farther away from the things that I want in me. And whenever that's happening, I know that that's time for me to check in alone time. Like if I'm not prioritizing alone time, I might as well just be like, I might as well just go on a vacation at that point because I'm not helping anybody out. Like If you're trying to constantly spread yourself a little bit too thin, almost that's kind of what I mean. If you're not giving yourself that alone time to recharge and just connect, I feel like everyone needs alone time. And if you don't, I wish I was you because I feel like I would. I would. I don't know. I just feel like in moments of like constantly doing things for days in a row, like you need breaks. Everyone needs breaks to feel their best on a day to day basis. It's so important to be spending that time by ourselves so we can be filling up other people's cups again and making people feel their best because. If we're not our best, we're not really bringing much value to any of our relationships or anything like that because you have other stuff that you should be doing or you have other things that you should be giving yourself mentally even that you haven't been. And a lot of the ways that I recharge personally is being alone. It takes a second for me to get my life together, plan, clean my house, do the things that make me feel like my life's in order in my mind And just in my house, all that stuff. And then I feel like I'm like, cool, all right, cool. Now I can definitely check up on people or whatever. Everyone needs that time to take a minute, I think. Whatever it may be, though, if you notice yourself feeling farther and farther away, it might be a sign to take a step back, check and see what's going on. Like, I'm not feeling good around this person. I'm not feeling like I'm being authentic when I'm with them. I'm not feeling like I'm confident when I'm with them. I don't feel like all of the qualities that i love about myself are present when i'm at this job or i'm at this place or i'm with these people. You get the point? That's what i mean. If you're feeling farther and farther away from your true self and who you and who you know and love yourself to be, yeah. It's it's like all these things, it sounds like so simple when i say these out loud, but it's like all of these things are our ways of checking in with ourselves. Like if 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 you're noticing that you're feeling bad, it's for a reason. You're never going to feel bad after spending time with the people that you love so much and the people that you know are going to be in your life for the rest of your life. You know what I mean? No one's going to want to stay in a job that makes them miserable. So why would we do that? You know what I mean? So if something's making you not feel you, it's because it's simply not you. It's not for you. And lastly, number seven, if it causes you to feel out of control in your life, lack self-discipline, or if it's feeding past patterns that you know you have outgrown, examples of things that come to mind when I think of this would be drinking again loose boundaries not keeping promises to yourself in general that would be you not lacking that would be you lacking self-discipline um, not taking time to make changes or plan your weeks that is one way that I'll lack self-discipline because it's like come on Michaela like you know that you need to plan in order for you to have a good week so if I'm not taking the time to do that it's just not going to be a good week for me to be honest Maybe not saving money when you know you're trying to save money. That's a way that you're lacking your self-discipline or you're feeding past patterns. Maybe if you're recklessly spending a lot of times, like the next couple of things I say, like if you're people pleasing, it causes you to feel out of control because you're not doing things for you. You're doing them to make others happy and to make sure that you're like getting approval from those people and not upsetting others. You know what I mean? It's a, such a slippery slope and it's such a bad game to play. Something that I urge you to work on if you haven't already, I know it's hard to come to terms with sometimes because you don't want to be the bad guy. You don't want to let other people down. But at the end of the day, by constantly not letting other people down, you're probably letting yourself down. You know what I mean? So just really being mindful of that. This one's big. Being easily accessible to anyone in your life, even when you're trying to complete a task or maybe it's not a good time for you. You don't always have to be available. Okay. You don't always have to answer the phone. You don't always have to answer the text right away. You can wait. You don't have to respond immediately. This is something that I've definitely, definitely started doing because I had no other choice. Basically, I didn't have the energy to give because I really needed to give it to myself first because I knew how stressed out I was or with certain things going on in my life. So I was someone who would constantly be answering people's messages immediately, all the time. Um, and I would say recently, over the past couple months, I... Started putting my phone on do not disturb more, which causes me to rack up notifications, which I honestly hate, but I will check my phone. Pretty frequently still throughout the day but whenever you have your phone not on do not disturb whenever you're busy or you've stuff going on or you're not in a good mood you might need a minute and you're like super emotional you're not having a good night please don't feel like you have to answer the phone okay these are just ways that you are abandoning yourself in those moments when you just need a second you don't have to answer a phone call especially if it's from somebody who is harder for you to have phone conversations with I know this is something that I will deal with in my family where there are certain times when I can talk to people in my family and I try to make sure I'm in a really good headspace when I do it because if not I can just be mean and I'm not mean okay but certain people can bring it out of me if I'm not making sure that my cup again is full and I'm in a good space for it because I can be easily triggered by things you know what I mean so basically Anything that's causing you to feel out of control of your life, if you're allowing yourself to do that and you're answering the phone and then you're like, oh my God, and that, that now you're stressed because you're like, I actually really d- don't have it in me to do this right now and I don't have it in me to have a conversation or to give advice. Maybe you need a minute. You need advice at the moment, but you don't really have it in you to give to other people. There's a time and a place for that. And I'm definitely not somebody who... I'll make sure that I will be giving advice to my friends, especially when they need it, when I'm able to do so. But if I'm having a really bad day, I will make sure that I'm taking it for myself and I'll be like, hey, what's up? I can chat, you know what I mean? But I just need a second or whatever. So there's always ways to make sure that you're there for the people in your life when you need to be. But by constantly being easily accessible, you are literally just giving your energy away for free, constantly. And obviously you're gonna do that to the people that you love. But my point is, when you're trying to put your all into one task, let's say, if you're allowing your phone to be, um, not on do not to like right now. I'm trying to record my podcast if I allowed myself to literally just look at all my texts Let's say I had a bunch of texts from people and i'm constantly like pausing my podcast to answer my text No, like that's just not how we should be doing anything So if there's things that you want to be working on and goals that you have in your life Don't feel like even during your workout. You need to be texting someone take a minute You're allowed to take a minute for yourself. And that's my whole point there um, with that one If something's causing you to ever feel out of control of your life or if it's causing you to not show up for yourself, you're not being able to stay disciplined or you're feeding into past patterns that you have outgrown and that could be, again, that could be some, maybe you stopped smoking before, maybe you stopped using tobacco, maybe you stopped drinking and you've gotten back on it. You know what I mean? You're feeding those past patterns that you're used to. Maybe it's gossiping. Maybe it's talking shit on people. You know what I mean? The same type of thing. But I know that sometimes whenever you do that, It doesn't feel good. You know what I mean? Like I definitely can say when I was younger, you're put in situations where maybe you're gossiping more, you know what I mean, or whatever. You learn pretty quickly the things that you do not like, the things that you do not want to bring with you into your future. And if you continue to do those things and you realize, like, I used to do this and this never made me feel good, but I'm doing it again, you know what I mean? There's no reason to feed the past patterns, the things that you've already outgrown. And you outgrew them for a reason because they just don't resonate with you. So Definitely allow yourself to move on from those things and if any of these things resonate with you whatsoever, I urge you to like just sit down and just like mentally check in with yourself for real. Like be real with yourself. What that I just went through? What did Michaela just talk about that stood out to me? What things am I maybe doing that like I didn't even realize I was doing but like I don't want to continue doing. They're holding me back from getting the school done or it's holding me back from actually finding love or it's holding me back for whatever. You know what I mean? Just definitely check in with yourself, maybe journal about it. And each one of these bullet points, if you want to pull your journal out and just play it back even or do the whole thing with it, you know what I mean? and see what comes to mind, I think it could be a really good journal prompt, like what causes me to feel out of control or lack self discipline or feed past patterns, you know what I'm saying. So you can turn all this into a journal prompt. And I hope that if you do, please let me know, I hope that this really helped someone today. Because last night, I don't know, like a lot of times with my podcast episodes, I know there's so many ideas that I have. But I like to talk about things that I feel like I'm dealing with because it's easier for me to talk about. And I feel like if I'm dealing with it in my present day, then I know other people are dealing with it too. And I know that that's true for anything, but in general, like for instance, the main thing that was resonating with me was drinking. I was like, I have known for a long time that this isn't something that like I enjoy I don't like, I like drinking. I don't enjoy the aftermath. You know what I mean? So if I don't enjoy the aftermath and this is a trend and this is something that I genuinely have such a hard time with, like I honestly might be allergic to something because I die the next day. So I don't know. Um, but moral of the story, if you don't like how something's making you feel, especially the next day, you know what I mean? Definitely find ways to kind of check in with yourself and change those habits a bit. Drinking for me, I'm not saying I'm done drinking, I'm not saying I'm going to stop drinking, but drinking is something for me that I like to do with drinks with dinner, and then like even going out, just being more conscious, making sure I'm not drinking eight drinks, okay, because I don't need them, and whenever I have eight drinks, I really don't actually need them, I'm just vibing, and the next thing you know, I'm dead the next day, so I'd rather have like four drinks, and drink water in between, and still be chilling and having fun with my friends, but not feeling like I'm debilitated not feeling like I can't show up to yoga the next day not feeling like I can't get up in the morning. You know what I mean? All these things are a ripple effect and it's okay to have moments whenever you still let loose and you chill and you don't, you're not hard on yourself with your goals and stuff, but if it's a repetitive pattern that's causing you to abandon yourself and the things that you want, that's when we need to figure it out. Mental health tip of the week. If you haven't already, take time to plan out your meals for the week. So make sure you're eating yummy meals that fuel your body to make you look forward to eating. I know for me, whenever I don't take the time to plan my meals out, then you're like, oh, my God, what am I going to eat? One, it adds stress. It adds to time that you don't have throughout the week to try to figure out what you're going to eat. Then it makes you want to eat out more because you're craving things probably that are like eating out. But if you have good food or just like meals that you know you already are going to be eating throughout the week and you have everything at home to make them, amazing you know what I mean it just sets you up for success to save money stick to your goals especially if you're like if you have fitness goals or whatever it just helps you eat better um and not that like not like super strictly where you're eating like disgusting meals that like aren't actually that good like I'm not saying like you're eating lettuce but make sure that you're planning meals that that you can get excited about eating throughout the week you want meals that you're going to look forward to so maybe you're eating burgers and fries a night maybe you're eating pizza a night Maybe you're eating chicken with vegetables and rice one night. Maybe you're eating salmon bowls one night. You know what I'm saying? So, I do wanna create a meal book and I am gonna share like a recipe book for you guys at some point because I think that that would be really beneficial. I know for me, it's so hard to come up with things to make, but I've definitely been making food more at home. And I know for me, I always wanna be eating meals that are not only healthy for me, but they're good. Again, I'm not eating salads every day. And if you are, that's amazing. But for me personally, When I'm eating healthy, I like to make healthy choices. So I will have, instead of having like maybe pizza, I'm literally making pizza roll-ups on like wellness wraps that are like low calorie with turkey bacon, I'm sorry, turkey pepperoni, pizza sauce, like reduced fat mozzarella cheese, all the goods, I'll make them in the air fryer, they taste amazing, I'll dip them in late ranch. My point is little healthy choices, Go such a long way and you just want to make sure that you're looking forward to the meals that you're eating. That's what's going to make you stay on track with your goals and keep you from spending money because you don't want to spend money on groceries and then eat out all the time. You know what I mean? If you get groceries that you don't actually want things for, you're not going to eat. Don't set yourself up for failure. Make sure you're buying stuff that you actually want to eat. But by taking the time to do this, I always make my week so much better and it gets you started off showing up for yourself and like reaching your goals which is literally the whole freaking point the whole freaking point and it just helps you save money and make healthier choices like I said but apparently I can only make 50 minute episodes so I was trying to make this one shorter like I said so maybe I'll try better next time what the heck okay but it <laughs> are at 46 minutes right now and I do want to do a little life update just to kind of give you guys a heads up on what's going on in my life and I do want to tell you about Abby's gift that she got me because it's too freaking good So, life update for me, I will be going home to Pennsylvania for my birthday. So, my birthday is May 13th, so I'm very excited to go home and just see my family and stuff. I do have some family matters to attend to, so visit my mom, that kind of thing. And um, my dad, see my sister and her kids and everything, and just make sure I had time for that because then I will be spending my birthday with my friends mainly. And then the day after my birthday is Abby's baby's birthday it's turning two, turning two years old. Like, are you freaking for real right now? So after his birthday, literally the next day, I'm driving back with Abby and Alex to North Carolina, spending a couple days with them and then flying home. So little update there. So we have travels coming up. So I'm excited for that. I also recently just made it a priority of mine to just not work dental hygiene at the moment because I do want to just set myself up for success in terms of my goals. And I know it requires me to put a lot of time and energy into all the stuff I have to do at home and a lot of times whenever I'm, I'm continuing to do a job that I know that I don't want to do, it's really affecting my creative abilities and stuff. So I am working on Monday, but then I'm actually taking like a three-week break off work. I might pick up dates if I need to as my like temp hygiene job, but like right now I really think I owe it to myself to really give myself a minute to put my all into me and the things I want to do outside of my nine-to-five. So that is my plan. I'm going to have like three weeks off. That's my little birthday gift to myself if I can help it but also I just, I know I can make money doing things when I'm off work. So I can't really see that result come in if I'm not feeling creative and I'm not doing all these things. So that's a little update there. So I will be taking a little bit of a minute off work and, but I'll be working my ass off still, like when I'm off and what Abby got me. Okay. Let me tell you what she got me. So she knows that for the longest time I've needed luggage. Okay. Like I literally had like a I had like a carry-on that my friend Leah got me from years ago, but I've used it so much and I've packed it freaking to the brim because I only had one size for a carry-on. I never had like a checked bag. So all my zippers are broken. I have no zippers. It's basically, it's like all beat up. It it was a joke. So when I was in North Carolina last, Abby was like, Michaela, you need to get luggage today. And I was like, I know I do. And Alex was like, Michaela, well, what do you want for your birthday? Maybe we could just get you luggage. And I was like, dude, if you would get me luggage, I would literally be the happiest girl in the world. That's the type of gal I am. I don't care what I get. I, if it's a necessity and it's something that I genuinely need that I haven't, like, had the money or the time to put into for myself, like, that's, like, a perfect gift. So Abby got me. Abby and Alex got me two luggage, like, two suitcases. One is a carry-on and one is a checked bag. So that's what I just opened. It's so freaking cute. It's from the brand um, Baze. B-E-I-S, it is Shay Mitchell's brand. So I got to pick that out. They're so cute. They're so neutral. It's black and tan. And then Abby also made it like a whole little theme for me for my birthday. So she got me like an air tag, a travel journal, a black backpack to match the aesthetics. Okay, I cannot wait. I love traveling and I'm so, so excited to travel now that I have all my stuff. Then I got all these luggage like organizers just to like zip up and like really organize my suitcase. And... Then she got me a little, like, cosmetic bag from Baze as well. So it's so cute. It's for my makeup brushes and for me to just stay organized and together while I travel. I think that's everything. I literally love it, though. It was the best gift I could have ever received. So I had to tell you because I had to stop the podcast to open it. But literally, I do not deserve Abby and Alex. They are literally my freaking – they were my parents. Like, it was a running joke for years that I was their firstborn because I really am. Like, they genuinely have, like – invested in me (laughs) so much and they're just my they're my people they know they've literally just taken care of me in so many ways because they knew I've needed certain things so anyways not trying to get too much into that but they're my people and I love them and I'm so grateful but I hope all of you guys have good people like that in your life too even if you might be lacking other areas in your life maybe in family as long as you have people that make up for you know what I mean? Some of the things that you might be missing out on, I think that that makes up for everything. And for me, that is what I can say about Abby and her entire family. They've really stepped in for me throughout my life in ways that I needed and I didn't even realize, you know what I mean? And now being older and looking back on it, I'm just, I'm so, so grateful for all of them. But I love you guys so much. I hope you have a great start to your week and don't let negative thinking get in your way at all this week. Please try to be on top of the way that you're thinking. And if you notice yourself, kind of resorting back to negative thought patterns. Take a minute, meditate, do some deep breathing, chill out, take a time off your phone and just go for a walk or something. Do something that makes you feel good to reset, okay? But you can do all the things that your mind tells you that you can't do. All right, I love you so much. I will see you next Monday.